brain care, brain health, does it matter? What does it really mean? And what if I told you 37% of all people, regardless of the severity of COVID, will have neurological injury? Does Unbelievable. That, does that worry you? Does <laughs> yes. it scare you? Well, stick with us as we have an incredible gentleman with us who is going to dive deeper into the future of brain health. But first, a quick message from our sponsors. This incredible show made possible by our wonderful sponsors, Assured Senior Living, Love, It's What We Do, and Serenity Engage, where care connects. Now, a brief message from Serenity Engage. Serenity connects aging service providers, older adults, and their loved ones in a single network. Our web, mobile, and smart assistance products power the network that enables real-time, HIPAA-compliant communication, collaboration, and education. When we care together, providers increase revenue and lower expenses, older adults receive better care, and family has greater peace of mind. Welcome back and welcome to the Mavericks of Senior Living podcast and online show. And we are absolutely beside ourselves delighted to have a gentleman here today to talk about this issue. Um, Dr. Berman, welcome to our show. Great to be here. Thank you so much for joining us. And you blew us away pre-show with that stat that you gave us about 37% of people who've had COVID will have some form of neurological injury. Say more. (laughs) Um, The more is that we need to be recognizing the significance of the pandemic's effect on brain health, as well as pulmonary and uh, cardiovascular problems that have been shown to have been happening to people of all ages. And so where we are is looking at how do we how do we mitigate some of that damage? And one of the activities that was uh, important to us, and this is in my other role as president of Quiet Mind Foundation, which is a nonprofit research group in Philadelphia, and Quiet Mind has affiliated with Neuronic, which is the company that invented, uh, well, that helped develop and market the uh, transcranial photobiomodulation device called the Neradian. And at Quiet Mind, we were really seeing this kind of problem evolving, and what we did is work with our research partners at Durham University in the United Kingdom and with specifically with Professor Paul Chizot, who's the chair in the psychopharmacology department at Durham and with his research assistant, uh, Lydia Kitchens. And we published a paper that was addressing the idea of using 1070 nanometer infrared light in a transcranial delivery system like this. But we were talking about it in terms of how could delivery of that kind of light influence both the infectivity, the virulence, and the post-infection neurological injury from COVID. And so there, there was research going on at Durham 
and research that we were doing in, in Philadelphia. And out of that came a paper that was published uh, about eight or nine months ago. So it's available if anybody is interested in a copy, I'm sure we can have them download it from your website. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll include the link to that. So kind of let's, so yeah. can you kind of go in and tell us you have the two hats, right? You have, you have the two hats and I kind of just want to make sure our audience understands that, you know, we're kind of, you've got your quiet mind and then you also have neurotics. So can you just give us an uh, overview of kind of, you know, how so they all come together for us? The, the neuronic, the neuronic device is a unique device that was created through the, our uh, working together, our working collaboration uh, with the people who have set up the Neuronic Devices Limited company. Okay. And Quiet Mind is, is connected with that and helping to provide the research and consultation services for, for Neuronic. Um, I am also um, a minor shareholder in Neuronic, so full disclosure. Um, but the idea of the two designs that you see on the Neuronic site is kind of like the Tesla in that the car is the car. If you want to increase the functioning of the car, what you do is buy changes to the software. Mm -hmm. So what we have here in the Neuradiant 1070 is exactly the same as the 1070 plus, only that you would have to purchase additional access to software that then allows you to get the four quadrant capability of delivering the light front, back, left, and right differently. And also the, the idea of designing specialized protocols to deliver the light in particular ways. And that's what you do when you have any kind of diagnosis. If you're just somebody who wants to enhance their brain health and you're a neurohacker or a biohacker, or you, you know, simply want to experience what it's like, then you can start with the Neuradiant 1070 basic model. And if it turns out that you want to go further, well, then you can upgrade to the, the plus. Now, would my program be the same as like Catherine's or would our kind of, would it kind of our brains be looked at differently? Or how does that look? Yeah, at? that's, that, that's it. That's an important question because if you're, if you're you and you're wanting to just see what, different uh, experiences with photobiomodulation are like, the Neuradiant has four distinct preset protocols, uh, peace, focus, energize, and glow. Wow. Those were, desi those were designed taking all of the literature about how photobiomodulation is being used up to a couple of years ago mm -hmm. and then designing a entry level, let's put it that way, an entry level experience of what it's like to use photobiomodulation in order to achieve those kind of preset goals. So if what you want to do is relax and feel peaceful, then you would use the peace program. And yes, you, you and Catherine could both use the peace protocol and you would get somewhere in the neighborhood of the same experience. Oh, that's kind of cool. Well, setting yeah same, yeah same with focus same with energize and the same with glow and glow is now my my best way to think about what the glow program is on one level is basically pouring gas in the tank so you're basically adding fuel for the brain and for the body 
to create more, to increase the cellular metabolism. And that's the cocktail party words for increasing energy. <laughs> so I, I, this is fascinating and it has so many, it, it's very far reaching. And what we were talking about before the show is it also helps with um, mental illness issues, with other things that are happening in the brain, autism spectrum potentially, and there's an assessment involved. Can you describe yes. that? Sure. So um, I think it's important to put in the caveat that none of what neuronic offers could be or should be considered medical treatment and that neuronic is not a medical device. Uh, we are committed to working toward developing technology that will be a medical device uh, and FDA approved. But at this time, the, the neuronic, uh, the neuradiant device is for wellness and brain health only. The assessment that we use is called a quantitative EEG. And that's, again, a non-invasive uh, measurement of the electrical activity coming from your brain, reaching the surface of your scalp. So there are sensors in a cap that pick up the electricity coming from your brain at very specific locations on your head. That data is then taken into the computer and your individual data, your individual readings are then compared to the normative database of people who are approximately your age, your gender, and whether you're left or right-handed. So we can compare what your, what your activity looks like compared to the average of them. And we can see where you're above or below the average. We can then program the neuradient device to stimulate in the direction, to stimulate the brain to act, activate the EEG or the brain electrical activity and take it toward the more normal level of activity either to or train it up or train it down. And it's called entrainment. And the use of pulsing the light on the scalp will then help stimulate the EEG, the brain electrical activity, to move in up or down, depending on how you're stimulating. Wow. And so it's called entrainment. Right. Okay. And so because we know what normal looks like, we can then nudge somebody's brain activity up or down and that takes us into the realm of the neurofeedback the brain biofeedback training which is a different different type of treatment a different type of intervention that can very very easily be incorporated and integrated with the photobiomodulation so you can do the brain neurofeedback training along with the photobiomodulation. And that's kind of the bigger picture of where Neuronic is heading in terms of the development of that new technology. Hmm. And, and if I, in our audience, I imagine people are thinking, okay, first of all, since it's not medical, I wanna hear the data behind it, which let's get to in a minute. But secondly, sure. the price tag is, um, is that's because it's not medical, it's not covered by insurance yet, correct? No. Okay. So that's covered that, by insurance. Yep. So, so that would be out of pocket cost for people. And oh, yeah. Absolutely. Could be used for multiple people, correct? Oh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. most 
most of the, the way we designed the, the Neradian was that there are two clinical protocols designed into the, into the professional or the plus level package. So the person who has the problem, whatever it might be, TBI, dementia, Parkinson's, and then the caregiver. And so what we're interested in is helping to sustain the health of the system, not just the one person who's got a diagnosis. Because the caregiver burden is, I, I don't think I need to get into that, but yeah. the significance <laughs> of the caregiver burden has to be addressed by whatever it is we're trying to accomplish, especially given the fact that everything we're talking about is designed to be done in somebody's home entirely. And that's what makes it accessible for people at home, but also for senior living communities, people who are in residential care to be able to learn how to do this, how to do the assessment, how to then right. uh, deliver the benefits of this device. Can we talk about the data, share how you got here and, and what well, efficacy are you sure. working to prove? We started, we started looking at neurology's data on what happens to people in their EEG as they progress in, in, in terms of the severity of their memory loss. I mean, dementia just means memory loss. Right. The cause of the memory loss isn't really identified. And there are about 70 different sub-diagnostic categories of dementia. But be that as it may, when neurology was looking at the issue of what does the brain electrical activity look like over the course of somebody's development and progression of dementia, it became abundantly clear uh, repeated studies showed that the amplitude or literally the voltage of the slower brain waves was going up and the voltage in the brain of the, the electrical activity of the faster brain waves was going down. Hmm. Study after study after study. I mean, no, if, if you say that to any neurologist in the world, nobody's going to blink. So there was a pattern detected. Absolutely. Hard, hard, yeah. Nobody blinks about that evidence. The okay. slow wave amplitudes okay. go up, the fast wave amplitudes go down. But what that means functionally is that the slow brain waves are associated with lower states of consciousness, better known as being asleep. Faster brain wave patterns of activity are associated with being awake and focused. So if the level of activity in the brain when somebody's awake is now more and more and more looking like the brain is going to sleep and less and less and less looking like it's somebody who can pay attention and focus, should anybody be surprised at what we're seeing with somebody who's progressing in dementia looking more like they're not there? Yeah. So I looked at that and thought, well, wait a minute, the people who've been doing brainwave biofeedback training for as long as the people who have been studying the brain activity of people in dementia is saying, it's like, wait a minute, the people studying seizure disorders in, in this other domain called behavioral medicine or biofeedback have shown that if you train someone 
to modify the amplitude of specific brain frequencies, you can achieve that. People can actually learn to do that. And when they do that, their seizure frequency goes down to zero in many cases. So, so the, the, first, the first line treatment for seizure disorders is not a drug because you're supposed to do the less invasive thing before the more invasive thing. Those are the rules we were taught to play by. Right. So neurofeedback training is actually the first line treatment for seizure disorders. If you ask a hundred neurologists, what's the first line treatment for seizure? Oh, we lost audio for a moment, but Dr. Berman is getting that back. And what I'm really curious about is, so that's true for seizures. I'm really curious how that is. It, if you reverse that trend of the, the high and low waves mm -hmm. for someone with dementia or traumatic brain injury, how does that resolve well, things? I think too, is that you're seeing a whole nother area of non-pharmacological intervention. Let me let's go back to right. I mean, and first, do no harm is is the right. But I think I think you know you're which seeing. I don't a, think this does is kind of my point. Right, yeah. but I, I think too. Let's dive into where you know there's been you know nursing homes, especially they're under the guise of 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 uh, of CMS, where you're trying to be mindful of the use of you know of uh, um, psychotropics, right? Yes. So I mean, this could be a layer of intervention, yeah, for. You're before a medical intervention, some type of medical intervention, a pharmaceutical, a pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical intervention. intervention. And I yeah. like it too. I mean, what I'm really intrigued by is, you know, some of the work we do around both dementia, but also the brain injury component, right? Yeah. Where brain injury isn't as much of that. There is a decline, right? But sometimes it's stable once after injury and recovery, right? So can this be used as a means to improve that baseline, right? So some yeah. of that we get stable, you know, after, you know, uh, a surgery or things like that. You know, we get Dr. Merman's back. Uh, we were just saying, doctor, um, you know, this is really powerful as a non-pharmacological, you know, intervention that could have a profound yes. impact. Yes. I'm really sorry. The, make, sure that your, make sure your power cord is connected to your computer before you start the interview. Yeah, I've done that before. That's all right. I've, we've, been, I've disappeared. We've all, we've all been there. And we're, we're really, really intrigued by what you're doing. And um, yeah. we, we may have to have you back on the yeah. show to talk so more about it. So can you kind it. of talk a little bit logistics? So right now, where are a lot of the neuronic devices being used? Oh. We may have lost him again. Hold on. Yeah. Yep. That's all right. So I want to learn. Yeah. I mean, definitely we're going to have yeah. to have, we, we'll, we'll hopefully have to, get Dr. Berman back on yeah. here. But I think for us, I mean, it's, this is one of the things that we've talked about of not being complacent in how we viewed care, right? This right. is out of the box. There's a lot of science behind it. Photomod photomodulation. Someone's like, whoa, that's a big word. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, but I think what's cool is that you're seeing it tied to analytical research. It's not like, yeah. oh, this will be good. This right. will feel good. Right. Not only will it feel good, but there's the data to back it up. Right. It's the data to back it up and the idea of working towards another an, uh, approval, FDA right. approval, and the ability for this to become a medical device. So I'm going to bring this up on this. I mean, kind of go over this a little bit more because obviously we want to you know, – uh, this – 
to me, I mean, it's pretty powerful. And again, I, again, is it three three thousand? Not saying it's well, expensive. We, yeah. So we don't know, right? This is how things get developed. Correct, you have to right. get them out to the market. Right. You have to collect data for those who are early adopters. I think this is cool. I I think I would spend the money on it right. personally, and I probably will to to try this. And you know, in my mind, as long as it does no harm, right. what can it hurt me? Right. And if it helps, I think that this is really onto something interesting. All right, doctor, we back. I'm really sorry. I don't actually know it. This is the power yeah, anyway. of, of, you know, authenticity. I yep. Say. So, yep. This is what, ha this yeah. is why we don't script our podcasts yeah. because life, yeah, life. Can <laughs> uh, you guys knit this together? Uh, we'll knit some of it together yeah. um, for like a more of a formal thing. But uh, right now it's, you know, we like it kind of authentic and things like yep. that. Um, yeah. Um, Cause I do think Great. too, you know, what you guys are doing is, is very powerful. We want to make sure the messaging is coming across that this is a huge evolution away. Cause you know, psychotropics and all those things that we're trying to mask, right, symptoms for, I think this kind of goes to the root of ways to just have a better improvement of that, you know, baseline brain care. <laughs> Did we lose you again, doctor? We may have lost audio. May have lost that. So I think, I think what we do is we get Dr. Berman back on the show we'll do a and, quick wrap and up. talk. Yep. And then we'll have another, we'll try to get him back on here, have a quick wrap up. And then we will schedule another time here in September. I think we can get Dr. Yeah. Berman back on. We'll get yeah. the audio all hooked back up. Let's and stuff. talk about getting him to collaboration and aging for talk, those of you who are, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll talk with him offline about that. But these are the type of things that we want to continue to push because I do think this is evolution A, B, and C for where we're moving to in regards to what's going on. Um, and I think what's Matt, what, what's helpful for us is this is cool. This is step yeah. one. Yeah. Right? Step one of who knows how many steps. Right. And it's outside of the box. And this is how innovation happens. You start somewhere. This is very early innovation. Mm -hmm. So... Um, really fascinating, just fascinating. Well, shall we, shall we talk about our Maverick moments or go right into collaboration and aging today? I think, I think the Maverick moment is the collaboration. And I think so today. too. So I'm so excited go because we are, uh, uh, oh, not long, three weeks, so maybe four, maybe four weeks. We're four month, weeks out. About a month away. And I have been working on the education track and I cannot begin to tell you how, incredible the content is. And that's not because I've been putting it together. It's because of the people who are delivering this content. Right. We are talking about things at this event that you will not find at Argentum. You will not find at Leading Age. Those are great events for what they're designed for. We are different. And the reason we're different is because we all need to think differently. And the great Albert Einstein quote that we often follow is, um, you cannot solve today's problems with the same thinking we used to create them. Right. We have to think differently. So we're breaking all kinds of barriers with well, that, this But I event. think too is, I mean, uh, I mean, you could just, if you're, let's be honest, raise your hand if you're happy with how things have been moved on for Medicaid budget, things like that, pricing, all that stuff. And that's just one way we have to start thinking differently. So, um, you know, we're going to pivot right back. We're going to try to get Dr. Berman on. One more time here. Oh, okay. Get a little quick little wrap up and then Great. we'll, you know, we'll bring it right back. Yep. Dr. Berman. I don't know what's going on, but I'm really sorry. Uh, and I don't even right. know what's going to last. Uh, I know. We, 
what we want to do is just do a quick wrap up with you and yeah. say, you know, we, we're going to get you back on in September yep. here. We want to get you back on in the next month to kind of go dive deep into this. We want to start talking about how maybe we can get some things out here to integrate some systems in, in Colorado to really start to use your devices. Because again, I think right. it's a huge benefit. Um, but what's the best way for people to learn more? Is it go to the Neuronic website? Is that the, the, the best spot to be? Or, or how can we kind of learn more about what y'all doing? Yeah, at this point, I think, yeah, I think at this point, I think the best way is to go to neuronic.online, yep. N-E-U-R-O-N-I-C.online, yes, and to, uh, and you certainly can connect with me directly through that. You can awesome. connect with me at marvin.berman at neuronic.online. And we will put all those in the show notes as well, too, for you, doctor, so that people can know how to find this stuff. And it's Neuronic Online right here. I think it's a, definitely worth the check. There's some great research articles on there if you're you know, even remotely concerned about the research articles. Um, and so with that, we're going to do a quick little wrap-up for Let's us, and we yep. will bring Dr. Berman back on here next month. So yes. going back to, to Collab, it's... It, you know, if you're worried about any of these things, because, you know, th prices are going up again January. I mean, I'm already hearing, you know, moving fees and yes. know, care costs. Nursing homes just had an announcement yes. of how much their costs are going up. So yeah, if you're concerned about any of that, yeah. that's what we have to be diving into here. Because yeah. at the end of the, the day, affordability, not only that, but at the end of the day, it's people taking care of people, people. Mm -hmm. period. Yeah. Yeah. And I had a conversation with someone in the community that I live in just last night who came to me and said, what is wrong with this system? I, my mom is 85 years old, having mobility issues. She's been in and out of rehab. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to put her into assisted living somewhere. Mm -hmm. And the system is badly broken. And I spend way too much time trying to manage this. I have a full-time job. I have mm -hmm. other things that I'm trying to deal with. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, we're trying to solve all of that by bringing everyone together across the care continuum so we can work together to solve the problem. Well, so too, but when you come, come with a mind of curiosity. Yes. But come with the mind to challenge what you think you know. Yes. Because I think that's where we're going to have the biggest breakthrough is yeah. acknowledging it's okay to be wrong. And it's okay to kind of question, why are we doing that? Yeah. Yeah. Why do we keep doing the same mm -hmm. things? Yeah. So until next Friday, where we have another brain care guest. Yes. Here, that's going to be pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, really fun. It's going to be a fun one next because we're going to talk about some uh, some tremors and some things like that from how there's these non-invasive opportunities to help reduce that from yep. an incredible company. So stay tuned for that. And then also check out collaborationaging.com. We have a few tickets left. I think a handful of sponsorships at most. But more importantly, we want you there because we need your voice. Yes, your voice matters. So come attend. Contact us if you want a, a small little discount code from the Mavericks. Mm -hmm. Contact us privately. Yep. And um, we hope to see you there. Thank you so much for joining us today and have a great day.